0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Paul Etchison. I am so happy to be here and having a great day. Just finished an interview with Michael Arias, which is pronounced Arias, not Arias or Aris or any way you want to pronounce it, but that's how it's pronounced. And we just had a really cool interview. We skipped a lot of the segments at the end. And whenever I skip the segments at the end, that's a good sign because that means that. This interview is going so well that I don't want to change what we're talking about, and I want to keep talking about what we're talking about. We're going to talk about marketing, and what can you do to get yourself some more patience, and these are some out-of-the-box ways to do this, and this is what Michael specializes in, and it is a great thing. It's not something we do at my practice, but as you know, we just dropped Delta, and we saw probably, man, maybe a 30% decrease in new patients, so... It is time. I am not desperate for patience, but I want new patience. And I gave the commitment to Michael that I will be in his course and I'm going to check it out. So this is a really cool episode. I know you're going to get a lot out of this. And Michael is just a great storyteller and just a great person. Very interesting. And I just love his phenomenal knowledge and the amount of books he reads and how many anecdotes he has. Just a cool dude. So let's stop talking about it. Let's get to the interview dental practice heroes podcast where successful dentists share their best systems methods and lessons learned to help you achieve early financial freedom through profitable practice ownership we're here to talk about operating a successful dental business through communication strong leadership and by being the hero for your patients and your team Hey everyone, it's me, Dr. Paul Etchison. And year end is coming up. And if you've got the right CPA working in your corner, well, you already know what you're going to pay in taxes and you know that you aren't going to be surprised come springtime. I see so many practice owners putting so much time into doing their own bookkeeping, payroll, and financial planning for the year. Your CPA should be someone in your corner providing you with the tools to help make decisions regarding running your practice. And if you aren't getting useful and timely financials, you are essentially driving a car without a dashboard. I want to tell you about Bull Moose Financial, a firm specializing in dental practices that can handle all of your bookkeeping, all your financial reports, tax and state compliance, as well as giving you tax projections well before the year end so that you can plan and make changes proactively. I worked with Bull Moose for six years before I partnered with MB2, and I can tell you, they know what they're doing, and I never realized how much I truly needed a dental-specific CPA until I started working with them. So stop wasting time trying to do it on your own. Let the specialists handle that part of your practice so that you can spend more time growing your business. Reach out to Bull Moose Financial at BullmooseFinancial.com. And if you mention the Dental Practice Heroes podcast, they will waive the $2,000 onboarding fee. That's a $2,000 value. That's BullmooseFinancial.com. That's B U L L M O O S E Financial. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes podcast, where we believe that armed with knowledge and intentionality, anyone can become the hero that their practice needs and deserves. I'd like to welcome my guest, a fellow podcaster and dental entrepreneur, a repeat guest, someone I'm very happy to call a friend, and the inventor of ground marketing, the ground marketing guy himself. Please welcome back to the podcast, Michael Arias. How you doing, Mike?
1: Hey, man, I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for... Trying with the last name. It's good, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I, I,
0: I do it right.
1: Yeah, you did. You did. Normally, people say like Arias or Arias. Arias. Arias, or Arias is. Well, Arias you know, I, I got to be
0: honest with you. I was saying Arias or Arias until I watched one of your videos this morning before we hit record and I heard you pronounce it yourself. And I said, oh, dang it. I don't think
1: I've ever pronounced his name right. <laughs> That's okay, man. That's okay. Like, I, to me, it doesn't matter. To my wife, it does. She's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's Arias. You know what I mean? But yeah. it doesn't matter to me, man. Yeah. But yeah. also, man, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me on again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just cool, man. So like I get Etchinson a lot or Hutchinson and I've been like signed up with people that have like said, Hey, Dr. Hutchinson, Dr. Etchinson," And I just let them go with it. I'm like, okay, it's, it's okay. Yeah. I'll
1: live. (laughs) Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Hutchinson, I can see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So dude, here we are. We're like, we're entering 2024 now. And I think a lot of practices are starting to see what I'm thinking is a shift in the consumer, a shift in the patients where I remember one Facebook post where people were saying, "Man, this was the first september, the first September that I did less than I did the previous year, and I think everyone's seeing a little down on new patients, and I think the only thing I can attribute it to is just that people are starting to feel a little weird about the economy and maybe tighten up a little bit. What have you seen? I mean, you're very connected in the dental community, you have your dental clients with your ground marketing and stuff with your podcast guests What are your views on that? What are your thoughts? What are you seeing
1: with the economy? I mean, I kind of always see it as seasons, right? Some people are going to be like, yeah, things are going great. Some practices are going to say, oh my gosh, I'm struggling to break even. I mainly talk to a lot of people within, mainly young practice owners within year one to year five, right, of owning a practice. And yeah, some are struggling to break even. Some are looking to, hey, I'm duplicating. I'm duplicating and duplicating their practice, depending on their systems and things like that, depending on their demographic, where they're located. All these things kind of happen and come into a factor, Right. But I never am one to say like, hey, man, this is the one type of thing that's going to bring you all the new patients and that's it. You don't need any other kind of form, right? But I do feel like there is specific ones that you can probably turn the dial on depending on your location, where you're at and stuff like that. So I guess I can see that some general population, right, they are starting to like sit down on their pocketbook or, you know what I mean? Kind of like not think so much right now, depending on if they have benefits or not on their expenses when it comes to dentistry i can
0: see that so what is ground marketing what's the quality of patients we're getting from this and what are some of the benefits of it i guess like talk about what it is and why it's special what i love about it is that this is something that you always do like you're the guy and we talked about it before we hit record listeners like this is his term like michael actually invented this this is like ground marketing is his thing he's like dude i am like the guy you didn't even call it michael marketing (laughs)
1: <laughs> how, how weird would that have been though? Michael yeah.
0: Marketing. You know what you got to try, man? You got to try some Michael marketing. I don't, I don't know. Marketing. I don't know if that would have caught on. Probably not. Michael's ground marketing. Know. I don't know. You, who knows? But anyway, he didn't put his name on it or his brand on it. So that's cool. But like, talk about like what it is for listeners that haven't thought of it. And I just love it because it's something anybody can do. Anyone can do it in the budget. I mean, it's small. And I think the cost of acquisition is pretty small too. So just go for it. Like explain what it is.
1: A lot of people like to think of it as either guerrilla marketing. Some people call it boots on the ground marketing. Ground marketing is a more sophisticated way of all of that, right? And what I mean by that is sometimes we think this is what ground marketing is. And it's like, hey, I'm going to make a gift basket. I have donuts here. We're going to go to the local shops. Everybody on this shopping strip, and we're just going to drop off a bunch of goodies, introduce ourselves. We're new in the community. My name is Dr. Etchison right? And if you want to refer anybody here, thank you so much, blah, 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 right? And then we go back to the practice. We spent a couple hundred bucks on these goodies and everything. You go back to the practice and that felt good. Mm-hmm. And you have hope. But hope doesn't pay the bills, mm-hmm. right? You need names and numbers. You need actual like results. And so that's what ground marketing is. It's when you're actually going to these locations, getting either, hey, We're getting names and numbers immediately back from people who are going to see us right now or they're going to see us in maybe a week or they scheduled an appointment or it's, hey, we're going to do a lunch and learn. We're going to be a part of your event. We're setting up a booth at your corporation. That's what ground marketing is. It's like, hey, we're getting the results right now with this strategy at this moment. So it's like when you walk outside your practice and you see a bunch of stores, right? Maybe you see a mechanic, you see Chase Bank, you see corporations, you see grocery stores, Costco, you see all these small businesses, right? And a lot of the times we think, man, if only those employees can come to our practice, if only those Starbucks customers can come in here and see what we're all about. If only the corporation employees can come here, they have great benefits. Their insurance is fantastic. That's what ground marketing is. It's learning how to get into these locations, talking to the employees, talking to the customers getting that opportunity, and establishing that relationship. So it kind of goes back, man, to a lot of human nature, ground marketing, because it resonates strongly with human nature due to several psychological and social factors. Number one being the most important is personal connection, right? Ground marketing, that involves face-to-face interactions. You create a more personal connection between the practice and the consumer, right? Humans are social creatures, and we tend to respond more positively to personal interactions. There's a really good book. I don't know if you read this book called Human to Human, Mm -mm. h to h No. It's by Brian Kramer. And man, that book is so good because it's like a breath of fresh air in the world of marketing and business communication. I mean, he talks about how human to human interaction builds trust and relationships. You're better understanding customer needs, right? You have direct communication, you have effective communication. There's no being lost in the weeds or anything like that. There's a lot of things can be lost in non-personal forms of communication, right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to human interaction, I mean, if I'm talking to you in person to person, it's effective. You're able to pick up on nonverbal cues like body language and tone of voice that convey empathy, sincerity, and enthusiasm, right? That can be lost in social media, other ads, right? Also feedback and adapt, right? You're able to get instant feedback and adapt in that sense, There's emotional engagement. You differentiate yourself with human-to-human interactions. You can handle complex situations much faster. And then you're also building long-term relationships with human interactions. So, for example, if you're going to Chase Bank and you're building a relationship with them, hey, you're talking to the tellers, the tellers are like, yeah, I'll sign up to for this offer that you guys have. Cool. You know what I mean? And then you go back again. Hey, guess what? We're doing this special thing just for you guys, just for the tellers here, just for the employees here at Chase. Okay, cool. Then you go back again, hey guys, you know, every month you're revisiting them. You're building a stronger relationship, right? Not just for them to come in, but also for them to refer people, other employees from other branches or maybe their family members and things like that. So the summary of that book, all in all, is he's not saying like, don't use social media platforms or dismiss technology, instead use it as a tool to enhance, not replace the human element. Social media, those platforms, you don't just want to broadcast your message, but you use it to create meaningful conversations and connections. So same thing. You want to be as human as possible online, just like you are regularly all right? in human to human. There's so many ways you can do that online too, as well. That's one of the ways. I mean, just one, One way, out of many ways, ground marketing works, right? Human to human. There's also where you create experiences, right? Experiential, experiential engagement. And that to me is fantastic. Because have you ever been inside like an event, Paul, Mm -hmm. or like a booth or anything like that?
0: We did it when we first opened. But I mean, our experience was, hey, like at health fair, we showed up, we set up a table, we got a banner, we got some giveaways and all this fun stuff. And then we went back and we're like, yeah, I hope some people come. I don't know how yeah. <laughs> we're getting so, our name out there, I guess. I, we stopped doing it for that reason. It's like there was no payout. There wasn't the payout. Yeah. We, we didn't feel like, wow, this is great. And then we we were doing pretty well on internet and stuff, and we were doing just fine with new patients. So, But I think that's something we probably would have did more if we had more time and we were seeing less new patients. I mean, what else can you do? I mean, you should be doing everything you can to grow a startup practice. But our yeah. personal results, and I'm sure we were doing it wrong like a follow-up question would be like, or go ahead, talk about what you were going to say about that. Because I know a lot of offices do that. They feel like they open a practice. They got to get involved in the community. They'd go out there and they set up a table and then they go, eh, big deal.
1: Yeah. 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 So it depends on the, obviously like, right, if you're a pediatric practice and you're setting up a location in like a senior home, you're not really Yeah. Not going to work. So I'm going to give you an example. January's coming around, right? Dude, it's like right here. What's one of the most packed locations in January? Gym. Gyms, man. Gyms are like popping at that time. Fitness facilities. Little do you know, like a lot of these gyms have member appreciation day. I mean, they want to make it seem like it's popping every day, right? But they have member appreciation day or customer appreciation day. If you have an LA Fitness anywhere near you, anybody listening, like do this strategy right now if you can. Call LA Fitness and then just say, hey, can I speak to the manager or the supervisor or the sales manager? And then just say, hey, I was wondering, do you guys have member appreciation day? They're going to say, yeah, we do. We have it twice a month or once a month or whatever. like, cool. We're with the dental office right down the street. We'd love to set up something there and give you guys a bunch of freebies, the team members a bunch of freebies, but also the members there too. And be like, yeah, definitely. We'll set something up, right? Boom. Now you got a booth set up. But here's the thing, like you're not the only one there, right? <laughs> I mean, you might be the only dentist there, but you're not the only booth set up there either. So you kind of have to keep a couple of things in mind. One, bring a team member. Because you want someone always engaged at the booth and then you want another person always engaged with the other businesses who have booths. Meaning the other businesses, they're probably not your patients. So go to them, right? Go to them. Oh my gosh, what do you guys got going on? Oh yeah, definitely. I'd love to sign up. Oh cool, you know, we're with this practice right here. Awesome, yeah. I'd love to take your information tomorrow or the following day go to their place of business and be like guys guess what man thank you so much for yesterday it was so much fun right blah blah blah. talk to the person who was at the booth and say cool what i'd love to do for your employees just your employees or everybody here is i want to give you guys this boom and an incentive right now you have a place of business you can always go to pick up a sign-up sheet have people sign up at that place of business and that came out from the la fitness event right now that's just with one booth. You can do that with all of them. Now, when it comes to the people at the gym, at the location, a lot of the times we psych ourselves out, man. Like we tell ourselves, oh, they have headphones on. Oh no, they were just walking straight. They weren't saying anything. Oh, they looked mean or I don't know. And the more you tell yourself that, not only is it going to be more real in your mind, but the more, what I like to call, your shy shield becomes stronger. And that's like, if you don't blurt out, hey, how's it going? Immediately to the first person you see, even as you're setting up your booth, the rest of the tone of that event is going to be like, ah. Uh, yeah. Right? Because you're just excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse. Oh, no, they have headphones on. Oh, no, I already had just one person on the sign-up sheet. That's good enough. Ah, uh, this wasn't a good location. This is not a good day. Ah, uh, uh, right? Like you just, <laughs> it just goes bad from there. But if you're like, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Right? Like literally to Everyone, if they have headphones on, if they're talking to someone, if they're about to click and then go in, when you come back out, this is all here for you. Don't worry. It's free. Take whatever you want and then stay quiet, right? The more simple the message, the better. If you start saying, hey, we're offering all this, blah, blah. No. In that moment, just to get them, you say, it's free. Grab whatever you want. And i like, what? It's free. Then they walk to you. Now, your booth setup is not going to be in baggies looking all pretty for everyone to just grab one and go. Everything's going to be disassembled with a baggie. You want them to shop around, right? The name of the game isn't convenience here. Hey, grab one and go. The name of the game is for them to stick around and you're able to talk to them. Hey, LA Fitness and I decided to partner up this month and we're offering the members here, just you guys, boom, an incentive, right? And what everybody's doing is they're giving us their name and number and I personally will give you a call. And then are like, yeah, yeah, put my name and number down, right? And then you put their name and number down, text or call or best time to reach them at and then you fill that out. Now, that's with the booth. You have someone always engaged at the booth doing that. You have another person, depending on how popping the event is, going out to the other booths, taking pictures, creating more rapport. Now, the person visiting the other booths or you, the person at the booth, eventually will have to go to the employees because they're probably not your patients either too, right? So when you go to the employees, you're like, guys, man, is it always this busy? And it can be like crickets. But they can say, yeah, it's always this busy, you know, it's fantastic or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Create conversation throughout the whole time. Just be like, hey, how's it going? You know, little by little, the person at the front is going to be like, hey, go make sure you check out this person. Go make sure you check out that person, right? If you start creating more of a stronger rapport within that time frame that you're there. Then when you're ready to leave, you're disassembling, you tell the sales manager, hey man, thank you so much for allowing us to be here. This has been fantastic. As a thank you, can I ever give you guys just Everybody here, boom, an incentive, right? Just like free whitening. They're gonna be like, yeah, definitely. We would love that. Cool. Here's a sign-up sheet just for the employees here, okay? If you can, just put your name and number, and we'll try and get you in by the end of this month. Can you guys do that? And they're like, yeah, we'll make sure we get as many names and numbers down here. Thank you for this so much, blah, blah, blah. Cool. When's a good time to come back and pick it up? This week. I'll tell you, like, oh, I'll come back within a couple of days, blah, blah, blah. And you come back and pick it up. Now you have leads. This is all from one booth, one single location. You're doing all this. See what I mean? Yeah. Like how it's a little different. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure you do this and you want to make sure you do this kind of often because we have somatic markers and choices in our brain. Now, somatic markers are like in the brain right now. So for example, have you ever picked a peanut butter brand without thinking too hard?
0: I don't think I think very hard about that at all.
1: Right. You're just like Jiffer. or... You're not like Jeff or Skippy. Oh, no, I got to call my wife for this. <laughs> right. You're, you, you don't think that.
0: Gosh, I hope you're I don't like struggle don't. through life that way. You know what? <laughs> this is a dental podcast. There's dentists listen. They're like, yeah. Yeah. Every time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> every day of my life. I got to read <laughs> should, all, should all the get ingredients. Jelly
0: or the yeah. Ubers, right? Meltodextrin. So like, what's that? All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do I need that? So we're really not ever doing that, right? Those are somatic markers. They work for you. They're like your brain shortcuts for quick decisions based on past experiences. So if a dentist, a practice, a team member has been good to you before, even if you've never been there, you're going to be like, let's stick with it. Let's go with it. It's going to be a little bit more of a weight on the needle to go to you. That's why some people prefer other brands over others without even knowing why. Mm -hmm. So if you're consistent in these events or these booths, right? then it's good. Obviously, like if it's your, for example, in your occasion where it's like, hey, it sucked and you go again and it sucks and it continues to go again. Like the business is about to go out of business. Like the one that you're setting up at by three times. Like my motto is like, if it sucks three times, give it a rest for right now. Right. Maybe a year or so. And then you can always go back. But if not, then yeah, you got to keep going and keep producing and it's really all about the person providing the ground marketer. You got to be providing the grit, putting in the work, turn it on for those couple of hours. And then after that, you can be your introvert or whatever you want to be. Right. But in that moment, you got to perform, you got to perform your best. So yeah, that's what I would do.
0: Well, here we are and holiday season is among us. And if you are like me who just dropped Delta and saw a 30% decrease in new patients recently, you are asking Santa for more new patients. So if you want more new patients, I gotta tell you, Relevance Online Marketing is the best. They are who I've been working with. And if you wanna see an absolutely beautiful website that they have created, you can go to their website or you can go to mine and look at my practice, nelsonridge.com. They just updated it and man, it is gorgeous. I've gotten compliments from patients on it. And if you want something like that, Relevance Online Marketing is for you. There is no contract. And if you mentioned that you heard heard of them on the Dental Practice Heroes podcast, you will get the first month free to try them out and see how it is. They will not hijack your site. You still own everything. You still have all your passwords to everything. And it's not like those other marketing companies because I've been burned in the past. But I've been with this company for almost five years now, and there's a good reason for it. So if you want a marketing company that's going to work hard for you and do the things that you want them to do without you constantly telling them, Relevance Online Marketing is for you. Check them out at Relevance Online Marketing. Marketing.com And again, mention the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. Get that first month for free. Every team has got at least one of these people that is like, I love this stuff. Like, I have this one person on my team. I'm just thinking she'd be great for this. Like, she's the person that, like, will literally walk up to you and be like, hey, you see any good movies lately? <laughs> just, it's like, it, it's literally not small talk. Like, she wants to know, like, what's going on? Like, she is, like, genuine. She loves to talk and get to know people and it's just her jam. And I'm just thinking of her on my team, but I got a ton of people that would do that. When you were explaining all that, I was thinking, what are the things that they're giving away? And then you're working with a lot of dental office, like, what are we giving away?
1: It's interesting. Like, it depends. Some people do. One of the biggest ones is free whitening, right? but some people do new patient specials. Our second biggest one, believe it or not, is they don't give anything away. (laughs) They just say, Hey, we're here. If you need to sign up, here's a sign up sheet. When can I come back and pick it up? And people sign up. People still sign up. They're like, Oh my God, I've been looking for it. Just people don't have the time anymore to, or they do have the time, but they don't have the want to like Google. And you know what I mean? Like where's the best dentist around me or who can take my insurance? They just don't have that time.
0: I mean like the table, like what are we giving away at the table where it's all spread out and put in the bag? Yeah. Like what kind of things like floss, toothpaste? Like,
1: yeah, literally a hygiene kit broken apart. That's it. Yeah. Just a hygiene kit broken apart. That's all you have to do. I mean, there's other members in our workshops and stuff like that. They do like balloons because they like to see like in events, like a sea of their balloons and colors and little kids will be like, Hey, I want a balloon. And then they'll be like, where'd you get the balloon? To that booth over there. Right. So people do balloons. They'll do specific like pens, all that stuff, right? But the best thing, honestly, is like a broken down hygiene kit. And you can even call it, here's a travel size kit, right? You can call it whatever you want. But that's it. Just the little baggies, even the Oral-B baggies, right? That come with it. that are free. The Oral-B bags, toothbrush, paste, and you can separate the paste. You know how sometimes you can get like the whitening one and then like the regular or Sensodyne and then regular, I don't know, Oral-B toothpaste, right? Boom, like that. And whatever one they pick, you can kind of like, oh, were you interested in a free whitening? Right. But they pick the whitening one or, oh, why'd you pick Sensodyne? Right. Like kind of like that.
0: Mm. So we're trying to keep them at the table.
1: Exactly. Remember, the name of the game is not convenience. You want to talk with them or if there's like a line waiting to pick, who cares if there's a line? Talk with that one patient. Here's the thing, man, like, and I feel like this is super important to talk about because like. Have you ever read the book Fierce Conversations?
0: I don't think so. I'm thinking like Crucial Conversations or something like that.
1: Crucial Conversations is good too. Crucial Conversations is good. But there's one Fierce Conversations where it kind of talks about how like the conversation is the relationship, right? Like our work, our relationships and our lives succeed or fail one conversation at a time. So in that moment, this is the relationship right now when I'm talking to you, like this is it. It's not like, okay, you know, what? this is just a little stepping stone to get to the next one. To the, you can think that way, but you may never get this conversation with this person again. So don't try to rush it. Don't try to push it. If you see a huge line, oh, well, there's a huge line, right? Like there's nothing you can do. In that moment, if they're like, oh, you know what? Yeah. Or even if they tell you like, oh, I, I've been having pain here. What do you think? What does this look like? Right? And then they're going to open their mouth and show you have that conversation with them right then and there. You don't want it to be convenient and be like, oh my God, we have a huge line. Just know the next time, probably bring more people with you, right? If that happens. But back to the booth, you're going to have the toothpaste and the floss, right? Like travel size floss. And then that's it really. And then you can put your information in the baggies in the little cards and then maybe other pamphlets and stuff like that, that they may want to look at and pick up on some models of like Invisalign or stuff like that, that you feel like is popular in that demographic or in that location. And that's it really, man. I mean, anything else is extra. So you can, you know how you see sometimes people put like a spin the wheel, a lot of other stuff. I've never done that. Mm-hmm. Like you could, if you want, I've never done it. It seems
0: hokey to me. It's not my style. Yeah. I was thinking like to keep them at the table longer, like, here, I want you to give an honest scale one to 10. How good is this idea? I'm like, okay. Okay. You know, the windmill at the mini golf, you got to hit the ball through it. Yeah. You got to get your floss through that. You got to reach through there. It's smacks you in the hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got to get your what? You got to get your
0: hand through the hole. So you got to wait for the perfect time. You can't just grab the floss. You got (laughs) to wait.
1: What happens if you get it?
0: Then you get it, buddy. It takes longer. You can't just grab it and put it in your bag. You got to wait. You got to time it a little bit. Keeps you at the table a little lower. We got five windmills going. Chopping off hands and shit. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to give that a ton. I didn't intend to it to be. I I was thinking, I'm like, how can we keep them longer? And I'm like, I'm thinking... Maybe we'll attach the floss to like some fishing line. And when they walk away, they go, get back over here. Can, you know? I mean,
1: get back over here. <laughs> they break the machine. They, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ambulance. Yeah. No, that'd be hilarious. I'm out of the box, man.
0: You know, like it's everyone listening is like, that's <laughs> the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs>
1: I mean, the They're not even paying attention to either. Yeah. Like, too focused on that. You could have stuff like that for the kids. You know how when parents come with their uh, kids and their kids are all like. Fish. Sort of Little messing fish. around. Magnetic like fish. Yeah, 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 you can have stuff like that for that, and then the parents can ha- be doing something else. But you don't have to go over all like that. Like, I can't tell you how many times all I have is sometimes is just like a tablecloth and like one of those tables that you find at Home Depot in the trunk of my car, and just like a little tote basket of like just freebies. And then I'm like setting up today, right?
0: Like, don't overthink it. Yeah. The benefit is being there. It's not the execution of the table.
1: Yeah, I'm sure everybody's seen this, but so many times I've seen. There's a lot of corporations that do health fair and benefits fairs for their employees. I don't know if people know this, but almost every single corporation, at least out here in Southern California, does that for their, every year, once a year, they'll do a benefits fair for all their employees. And that's where like Delta Dental shows up, MetLife, chiropractors, all these things. And maybe one dentist will show up. And there was this one time where, well, actually this time it was like four dentists showed up, but or four practices showed up and I was the fifth one. But I can't tell you how many of them were just sitting down on their phone and they had all the bells and whistles. People were just grabbing everything, doing... But it ain't about that, man. It's about the person. Like you, right? Yeah. Having that conversation, talking to people, really being like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Yeah, grab whatever you want. It's free. And the thing that confuses me is like the raffle, too, is when people are like, yeah, sign up for this raffle and win like Oral-B electronic toothbrush or win free winding and everything. What are you going to do with all the other people who don't win the raffle? And then they're like, oh, we'll just have them in our system. What? No. You got to make everybody a winner. Maybe don't do the oral B thing and then have somebody win. And the winning is, hey, cheeks in seats, like have them come into your office and get a procedure done or get something right happening. And if it's like, oh no, they're not going to come into the office unless like I give them something for free. That's not, then do you even want that type of patient in your practice who's just there for the free, right? You know what I mean? So don't overthink it. Big time, don't overthink it. But at the same time, you really just have to execute with this.
0: Just really quickly before we get to the other segments, what is it that like you offer? So like talk about like your workshop. You mentioned your workshop clients. Like what is involved in your workshop? Like what do you do?
1: Well, I call it a workshop, but it's called the ground marketing course. It's the course that started like, I don't know, like 2018, something like that. 2018, 17, maybe it's just continued to grow and grow and grow and it's become like a library. So in there, it's kind of like, okay, if you want to learn how to get into fitness facilities, I'll show you how. I'll show you how to walk into them. I'll show you how to call them. I'll show you what not to forget. I even have real life examples of me going into like YMCA or Orange Theory Fitness or LA Fitness. And it's like a stealth. Cause I just like have hidden camera stuff. Me. Yeah. <laughs> it's hidden camera stuff. So you'll also see some of the mistakes I make, right? Even though, and here's the thing, mistakes have personality. People don't know these are mistakes. Only like if you're like trying to follow the script and I'm watching you and everything, I'll know there are mistakes. But other than that, people won't know. So if you're calling, right? Hey, I was wondering if I could speak to the manager. And then they're going to say, "Okay, hello, I'm the manager." "Hey, yeah, my name is Michael and I'm actually with the dental office like right down the street from you guys, like not too far, maybe like a couple blocks away, and I was wondering by any chance like do you guys do customer appreciation day or maybe do y'all have like any events at the g- here's the thing that whole thing that I was saying I stopped I said my name is do I know my name <laughs> I know my name right like but you have to add these little things in there this tone like the personality in it that's what makes it real if I were to say hello my name is Michael I'm actually with the dentist right down the street from you guys I was wondering if I
0: yeah right you lose it you lose it so completely ineffective it's a script
1: yeah Although I'm still reading from the script, but at the same time, if I'm utilizing all that vocal inflection and everything, you want mistakes in these scripts. So anyways, I provide like the scripts for that, stuff like that. Children's centers, senior centers, apartments, stuff like that. It's called a workshop because we have something I call office hours once a month. And that's like a actual, like, it's like this live, right? It's a live recording with you and me and everybody in the course And I'll either share with you a strategy or we'll bring someone in. But for example, for November this month, we had it in the beginning of the month. And I shared how to get into Amazon fulfillment centers and Amazon warehouses. Hmm. And I'll share with you the script. a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I'll share with you the script, the template, the email script. You have to email the specific HR representatives. I'll share with you the phone call conversations. If you want to walk in, I'll share with you the script you have to do there. At the same time, I'll give you more information. Like, for example, Amazon Warehouse Fulfillment Centers, they have something called Working Well. That's their benefits program. So we kind of talk about how you can utilize that and get in there and become part of their benefits program. But December is getting into Trader Joe's, right? Like, I'm going to show you how I got into Trader Joe's. I'm going to show you a real-time, real-life example uh, at the same time. And we all kind of learn from there. Yeah. The course has also like apartments, chamber of commerce, even if you're not a part of chamber of commerce, how to use it, medical locations, restaurants, all these things. So
0: what's your like most memorable and worst rejection you've ever had going into one of these things? Oh man. (laughs) I just want to know, like, was there one that you were like, I'm not going to post that. That went really bad. (laughs) No,
1: I will share anything like, guys, don't do this one. Like it's going to be hard, right? Like one of the hardest ones was I feel like till today is still hard. It just depends on the person. Well, I guess not. There was another one. So the hardest one was not Walmart itself, but the Walmart warehouse. And it's huge here. There's a huge location. And at the time I was calling them and man, they straight up were like, no. Right. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, here's how I, in my own way, and I teach this in the course, how I try to differentiate like Is it no because of policy or is it no because you're just being a jerk, right? So I'm like, oh, okay, no. And there's, by any chance, do you guys have events? No. By any chance, is it okay if we did this with the employees? No. I have some of your employees who are our patients and we'd love to do a little bit more. Can we like talk about no, right? And it wasn't even like, no, thank you. It was just like, no. And so I was like, okay, no worries. And said, you know what? You've been so helpful to me is it okay if I stop by and just as a thank you, man, just like as a thank you, Paul, can I just give you some free stuff? Just you, man. You've been super helpful. No. Thank you for all this. And then they're like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, no, because I can't give you anything for free or no. And they're like, no. And then what well, they said, no, we can't accept anything like that. Bye. And they didn't even give me a chance to say thank you and hang up. They just hung up. And I was like, dang, that sucks. Wow. And I sat on that for like a bit. And then I called again Cause I wrote down, you write down notes, right? So I wrote down their name and everything like that. I called again, same guy. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I got the wrong number, <laughs> right? <laughs> Hung up. Then six months later, I called again. Dude. It was a lady who answered this time. Cause I asked for the same position. All right, yeah, I asked for the same position, HR. And then the lady, I'm like, hey, you know what? And I decided to start from scratch. I was like, I would like to offer the employees here this and that. She's like, oh, yeah, you're speaking to HR. You would want to speak to the logistics center. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. And in my mind, I'm like, crap, is she going to transfer me to the old, oh, no the, guy, the right? Like, <laughs> yeah. And I got transferred to the logistics center and it was a lady too again. And I told her exactly what I want to do. She's like, yes, we'd love that. Can you come on in? Come on in. We'll discuss it. We'll go over your programs. Let's see what we can do. Dude. Wow. After that, it was over 400 employees in that location. We were able to set up, like, during their lunchtime, I had time to talk with all the employees. I mean, they all didn't have lunch at the same time. But, like, I was able to set up there for, like, four hours, talk with the employees, sign tons of people up and everything. All because, well, one, I had the wrong... It wasn't the HR. It was the logistics center, which we always think it's HR, right? But it's something else, the logistics center. And the second thing is sometimes... We're just talking to a jerk. doesn't mean we can't get in there, but we're just talking to someone who maybe is having a bad day. They're having a bad year, whatever. They're probably going to get fired. They don't care about their job. So give it a rest and then try again later on. doesn't mean it's over. Just give it a rest after you've tried a couple times. It's always a lesson for me.
0: I just but I love that. That's probably been the worst. I mean, it's uncommon results, uncommon things. I would have been like, yeah. oh, can't do Walmart. Check it off. <laughs> <laughs> Move it on.
1: Check it off. <laughs> yeah it was just so big and so grand and our community that I was like, there's no way we can't get in there. Like no way. Yeah. Like as friendly as I wanted to be, but I don't know. Maybe if they probably still would have told me no by now, it would have been like, Hey man, Walmart guys, don't do it. Right.
2: But. Hey everyone. This is Dr. Ty here doing at Colorado surgical Institute. Dr. Brisky and myself have really enjoyed doing these podcasts with Dr. Etch and talking about everything clinical. So keep your guys' feedback coming. It really helps us curate what we're going to be talking about on the podcast. If you want to learn how to do live patient surgeries and actually do the work yourself with the guidance of Dr. Brisky and myself, come out and see us. We're in northern Colorado. We're just north of Denver, and we can have you do anything from single implants to wisdom teeth to IV sedation to oral sedation, bone blocks and GBR. And sinus lifts, vertical and lateral, and full arch with the whole digital workflow using photogametry, 3D printers, mills, and all of the above. So we're here to help. Reach out to us. You can call Chris Richards, our director, at 970-420-6148, and he will definitely have a hero discount for you guys because we love Paul and we love DPH.
0: This reminds me of like, I remember reading an article about, it was like a high school project and I don't remember if they had to like write a celebrity or somebody famous or get somebody f- famous on the phone with them or something like that. And it was mm-hmm. like, they were just super persistent and just kept going and talking to different people around their whoever they're trying to get to. And it was like this big experiment and like something like, I want to say something like 60 or 70% of the people were successful in getting like a real like top A-list celebrity to like have a phone call with them or to talk to them or write them a letter. I can't remember what it was. But it was just wild. Mm-hmm. It's just like, dude, like, don't give up.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, you want to know the worst outcomes I've had, actually, is the ones I've never tried. Mm-hmm. So, like, so many times, people who will try this, any ground marketing, will probably come to me and be like, I don't think this works. And I'm like, what is your team member doing? And little do I know, you're psyching yourself out before you even get there. You get there and you're like, oh, you know what? There's not many cars in the parking lot. Maybe I'll try again next time, right? But you're just scared. It's okay, mm-hmm. but you're just like nervous and you're like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna set up, but I'm not feeling well today. I coughed once, right? Like, you just start coming up with all these excuses to not do it, to not feel uncomfortable. But like, you only grow out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to put in that work. Mel Robbins, The Five, Four, Three, Two, One, right? The Five Second Rule. That's such a beautiful book because it's like, hey, man, if you've thought about it over five seconds, that's it. You've come up with excuses, you psyched yourself out, whatever. But as soon as you get that feeling, you start counting five, four, three. And at three, that's it. Same thing with the snooze button. Same thing when you wake up, same thing when you're trying to all that stuff. Five, four, three. And then you gotta, you gotta get up. You gotta start. Don't overthink it. Don't habit will take over, right? You want that to take over. Habit. Not like fall back to your old habits. You wanna start building this new habit. So don't psych yourself out.
0: Dude, that's great. Yeah. I love that. That's great mm-hmm. advice. All right, let's move on a second where we share little systems that have to figure results. Michael, what's your little
1: system? Lately, what I've been doing is, have you ever used Loom? Loom? I've heard of it. No,
0: I've never used it.
1: Okay. It's basically like a recording system, right? Like you can screen share. I kind of use a lot of my courses. Oh, I was thinking
0: now. of Noom, like that weight loss thing.
1: No, no, no. Loom, L O O M. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah where yeah, you can yeah. send people yeah,
0: videos via email. I think, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. So now I do that with everything, like even if I'm writing a thought down or if I'm recording, writing an article or anything like that, right? Because I'm storing all this into systems. So whenever someone comes on the team or someone wants to learn something or anything like that, I'm just like, just watch this video, just watch this video, instead of having to me to explain it over and over and over again, right? So to me. That little system is helping me create bigger systems. Just like, okay, I should record this. I should document this. I should do something with this. Because eventually, any little thing we do, somebody's going to want to know how to do it, right? Whether it's something amazing or not. And it can be like as easy as, like, hey, we just wake up at 5 a.m., right? But Lo and behold, there's a 5 a.m. club and there's a 5 a.m. book out there, club and all these things, right? So it can be anything little like that, but just start documenting it. Like if I started to record it little by little, every little system that I write, especially of like how to prepare for an interview, right? Podcast interview. And I record it. It's there. It's a system.
0: Yeah. I do a lot of coaching and I would say 90% of my clients, one of the biggest issues is just a lack of documentation and how they do things. For a lot of them, it's not even documentation. It's like lack of even a verbal expectation that this is how we do things. It's just, they, there's just nothing is getting decided or putting down. It's just, they're just flying around to see their pants and just letting things happen. So I love that. All right, we're going to skip the Get Real segment because we're coming up on time. But hey, we'll move on to the Dental Practice Heroes. Sexy six.
2: Six sexy questions.
0: What is your favorite quote and what does it mean to
1: you? One of my favorite quotes right now is probably by uh, Donald Miller. People don't buy the best products. They buy the products they can understand the fastest. So to me, it makes me realize I got to be as simple as possible. Simplify the message simplify everything if I can explain it to like a third grader perfect if I can't then do I even understand it myself right so I want to be able to simplify as much as possible so anybody can understand it
0: yeah it's so true I just put together a book of dental analogies from all of the guests I've had on the podcast and I'm like compiling it into this ebook and I was reading them all and I'm just like these are fantastic like, just rereading them all. I'm like, this is how we should be talking about all this different stuff. And what you mean, man, is to take complex things, make it simple, say it, keep it short, and move on. And that's a skill for dentists. Yeah. That they struggle with <laughs> big time. Because no, yeah, yeah. we got doctor. We want to tell you about what we know. We know stuff.
1: Doctors. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. <We> know <laughs> what, what are you reading right now?
1: Right now, I'm reading a book called Biology. Truth and Lies About Why We Buy by Martin Lindstrom. Well, I'm actually reading a lot of books, but that's one of
0: them. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've, I've got like three book recommendations from you and just in this episode. <laughs> I never finish books, but I feel like the beginning of the book is always like where all the good stuff's at, the first half. And then I feel like there's this push for a lot of books they have to get to like 250 pages, which is oh, like, no, you yeah. know, and you're just like, yeah. what are we... And then I feel guilty. I'm like, I got to finish it. I got so close. And then I'm like, but I'm not interested yeah. in it anymore.
1: <laughs> that's the thing, like... Try not to feel guilty about not finishing a book. Yeah. It's just not for you. It's not for you right now at the moment. So
0: Yeah, it's true, okay. man. All right. Recommend a single book that all dentists should read. What's your book? A Dental Practice Hero.
1: Dental Practice Heroes. See it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I know that like, <laughs> I, I know him really well. Yeah. Uh, I live inside his head. It's a mess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: A weird guy, weird, weird guy. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. I would honestly say Human to Human by Brian Kramer, or I really am enjoying the one I'm reading right now, biology. It kind of gets behind the psychology of why human nature, why we buy everything. And it kind of will help you, I guess, like put your brand, your positioning, everything in a specific Location. Also, to sell is human. The surprising truth about moving others with selling. And I know sometimes we kind of are like, oh, I don't know if I sell or not. But Mm -hmm. I thought that one was really good too. Yeah,
0: we sell. We need to admit that. All right, recommend a seminar or continue an education.
1: Do you have a workshop? Don't you? I do
0: not. Well, you know what? Here, if if we're gonna, yeah, I have the, I have a new program. It's called Omni Practice.
1: Omni Practice. Yes.
0: Oh, that. Oh, I know that guy too. Wow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Real quick, Omni Practice is because Omni means like. Yeah. Go, right you, you take over so OmniPractice your seminar or your course. Yeah. Covers what?
0: It's a full team involvement systemization of a practice utilizing my leads working with your team members and one-on-one coaching with me. And it's a 6-7 month program structured online courses. I really appreciate you throwing this at me. I could plug it. Dentalpracticeheroes.com and you can get my free ebook for dental analogies. I started working with some clients and they started working with my team and I just saw the results. I'm like, this is what we need. This is what dental community needs. I need to bring my team into this. They make such a big difference because there's such a big difference in my practice. So,
1: yeah. And that's perfect. See, like you created what everybody wanted, which is a system. And you just said, Hey, let me put a camera with it. Mm -hmm. And then more one-on-one time. That's it really. Yeah. And then this is it. So for everybody, who ever clicked on a Paul Etchison episode, even from other podcasts, and They're like, I wonder what he has to say about now. I wonder what he get, what gem I'll get from him. Mm-hmm. This is how they can get all of it.
0: You know what seminar, like workshop I'm really into right now is yours. <laughs> I'm really into my <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> you're like,
0: Where do we yeah. find that, Michael? Where can we find out more information? You know, I didn't even ask you that. We have to do this anyway. I'm really interested in your thing. I am going to sign up. You have my word on it. If anyone wants to sign up and see my face in the same workshop as you, I'm going to be there.
1: All right, man. Sounds good. Sounds I'm committed.
0: Good. I have to now. I put it out in the world. <laughs> Make a note for my <laughs> exactly. editor right now. Take that. I
1: that. No, I'll be, I'll be that there. I'll,
0: I, I will. All right, talk about it. Go yeah.
1: ahead. Okay. So if you go on to Org, and then you can just find it on there. There's a category under ground marketing, and then just click it. And you can hear me speak a lot about specific strategies on ground marketing, and they're like children, daycare centers, senior centers, a lot of stuff you've heard on here podcast episodes and articles like how to compensate your ground marketer if you're outsourcing that or how his schedule should look or their schedule should look, stuff like that. That's all on there for free. But at the same time, at the very top, you can find the ground marketing course and click there. Also, at the same time, I've been having this ebook called 10,000 Patients, Tested and Proven Methods from a lot of our listeners. I don't know if I can plug that in.
0: Do it. Plug it. Stick it right in there.
1: It's a free ebook, and there's a whole chapter in there on ground marketing. So if you want to go on there, and it's an interactive ebook, so you can click on videos, watch stuff, watch me do things in real life too. It's a pretty cool ebook. So yeah, it's ten thousand patients.
0: I think you know, it's like the hidden camera stuff is what I think is going to be like, because when I've done this with a like case presentation with my associates, it makes such a big difference. And right now, I'm I put together this phone skills training as part of my program, and I got access to like thirty offices phone calls, and I'm bleeping them out. It is a trip. You go on this trip, you ain't coming back, man. It is yeah, funny yeah. stuff, and it's embarrassing, but it's all for learning. And it's amazing what you can learn by just being a fly on the wall, seeing somebody actually do it. And it's like you said, yeah. like, like when you're watching it, you'll see they make mistakes. And they they say things that they screw up the script, but it's okay. But it's still, it's helpful to see these things. And yeah, mm-hmm. I, and it's such a great way to teach. It's just watch me.
1: It's like, show me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, prove it to me. Give me proof, right? So... I like it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. awesome. All right, share an
0: analogy that you use to communicate an idea to a client or a patient or just something you like to talk about.
1: If you think about it, the human-to-human, right, where you're having that human connection, let's just say there's a Dr. Sarah, right, and she owns Bright Smile Dental. And she's in a competitive dental market in her city, I don't know, Harborview, right? And despite offering advanced dental services, she struggled to differentiate her practice. So she reads this book, right? And the philosophy. And then she decided to shift her focus from transactional to building personal caring relationships. So then that leads to another book, right? The Thank You Economy by Gary Vaynerchuk. And that's more like, hey, now what she's doing is, okay, you know what I'm going to do? Now that I'm using ground marketing, doing the human-to-human interaction, what I'm going to start doing now is being more personalized. The Thank You Economy. I'm going to start writing personal thank you notes to her patients after the appointments. She makes it a point of expressing genuine appreciation for their trust in her dental care. These little small heartfelt gestures significantly enhanced patient loyalty and referrals, right? Because the biggest mistake you can make is to ignore the basics in your pursuit of the next big thing. So we want to continue to focus in on that. And then as you do that, you're building a story brand, right? That's another book, Donald Miller, right? And that's where people don't buy the best products they buy the products they can understand the fastest so instead of having whenever she's coming on in the patients are coming and you're explaining this complex and intimidating lingo right you have this other framework where you simplify the services and more of a relatable narrative making it less daunting and more accessible and so this clarity helps patients understand and value the treatments they received right if you can dumb it down not dumb it down but make it super super simple patients understand it better they value it a little bit more so now you have the human interaction, then you have the thank you economy, and now you have the simplifying the dental narratives, then you have the personalized reminders after that, right? So now the patient's got to come back or they're going to come and see you again or whatever, right? This is where that invisible selling machine kind of comes in, right? And that's where you want to automate the process, but humanize the journey. So in order to manage her growing patient base, this is Dr. Sarah, right? She automated appointment reminders and follow-ups and then she personalized these communications, making them warm and inviting, right? So you're doing this with every patient, but everything's specific and more human within there. So the balance of automation and personalization kept her practice efficient and friendly, right? So it's both. And then from that point on, you want to be contagious, right? Your practice wants to be contagious. If you think about it, Paul, people don't really listen to advertisements as much as they listen to their peers. That's why when we go on Facebook, what do you see, man? Like shoes. I can show you the best. Right, you, you, I can show you the best product. <laughs> but shoes. people are going to be on there. <laughs> they're going to be on there, and they're going to be like, "What else does everybody think about this person?" Right? And you've never seen my work. You've never seen me practice or anything like yeah, that. But true. I'm going to write on there and be like, "Don't go with them. Don't do this." Or yeah, go with them. Or don't do that. Or I don't know. Who needs SEO, right? But you're going to listen to me for some reason.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're just going to. But ten of them told me. I shouldn't go with this company or I should do this or I shouldn't do that so I'm not going to do it. Right? For some reason because they listen to their peers. They're aware of the product because of the advertisement but they listen to their peers. Mm -hmm. So, this Dr. Sarah, she encourages her patients to share their experiences. Them to share their experiences. Not you share their experiences but for them to share their experiences and their smiles on social media, other platforms, right? And maybe like create a campaign like hashtag... Bright smile journey, right? And they can share their transformations, but make sure they share their stories, and then their transformations, somewhere sprinkled in there. Their stories is what matter the most, right? And then their little testimonial. That's awesome. And then, man, you can keep you can keep going. Like there's fierce conversations, beyond the chair conversations. You want to listen with care. All these things, right? But do you see how everything is little by little sprinkled, mm-hmm. kind of sort of? So I guess that's like an analogy. <laughs>
0: What's funny is that every successful, like super successful dentist I know reads a ton of books, and I think that's what it is. It's that whole idea, you just getting new ideas and all this other stuff and from different books. You mentioned the online thing. We had somebody badmouthing our office. And I didn't even know who the heck mm. it was. She said, don't go there. I had an awful experience. DM me. So I had somebody on my team have somebody that they know DM them to find out what it was about. My hygienist writes this back to me, and she goes, it says, Yeah, he was really mean to me. And it referred me to my name. And I'm like, I'm not mean to anybody. Like, who the heck is this lady? Like, yeah. my back really hurts, and he wouldn't lean me back. And he was like, Well, how do you sleep? And and then if you don't can't lay down, and I just different when I'm in a dental chair, and then he said, Well, my back's starting to hurt too, so I can't work on you like this. And then when I read it, I'm like, I remember that. That did happen. That wasn't absolutely <laughs> was <an> isolated <laughs> case. <laughs> But I'm glad she's not coming back because I could not stand her, and I yeah I went off on her. I do remember that. But, but, oh,
1: God, as yeah, so, so, I was so what did you reply back?
0: Oh, I didn't reply back because she sent it to somebody else. Oh, I don't know what they were said back. No, we didn't even. She we, we probably missed an up. Opp- well, you know what? We didn't miss an opportunity because I don't want her to come back. I like she can say bad things. If anyone knows her personally, they probably take it with a grain of salt. They're like, this lady's crazy anyway. But maybe she's yeah. not. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it's me. Maybe there's, there's something to be learned from it. I definitely was rude to her. I will admit yeah. that. I, I'm not going to say she yeah. was all her being crazy. I felt like she could go back further. I really did. I thought like what, her level of leaning back was unrealistic for what she wanted done in her mouth.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing, man. That's why I respect a lot of yeah. what you do, what a lot of dentists do and everything, because it's always about like how does that person feel. It's never about like how you feel. Mm-hmm. It's about how does your patient feel. And if we make them feel a specific way... They win, right? However, they feel you got to adjust to that. You can't be like, "Well, I don't care how you feel." You gotta,
0: yeah. True, man. All right, I'm gonna skip this last question because I don't want to make my editor too upset. I didn't want to go through these question segments because I just felt like we were having such a good rapport, just jamming, and so many like good things you were saying anyway. So I think this is this is a little longer episode for my listeners, but I hope they enjoy it. And I think there's a lot of great stuff in here, man. Dude, thank you. Love just everything you say and everything you do. You can hold me to my promise. I am gonna sign up for your course. And if I'm not there, somebody from my team will be there. But I'm in. I'm in, dude. And, uh, yeah, just thanks for coming on the podcast, man. You got such great ideas, and I love hearing your stories. You're a very good storyteller, and, yeah,
1: thank you. No, man. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it.